tip. Good afternoon. It is February 19th, 2024. You're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Limonos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop. How are we doing today, buddy? What is going on, Will? Boy, what a weekend. All-star weekend. I think it's one of everyone's favorite weekends of the year. You know, first weekend, there's no football. So I, what is everybody watching? Everybody's watching the whole all-star weekend. Did you have any event that you enjoyed, even a little bit? No, I'm already going to go at you with the, the scheduling part. All right, so I, all, all weeks of, what is it, like 25 weeks of football, we watch football from 1 o'clock to 10 p.m. every Sunday. And this Sunday, there is no football. And they put the all-star game at like fucking midnight. Like what are, what are we doing here? I thought that was that was kind of a mess. Is that is that is that a smart move or do you think we can maybe get away with putting it a little bit earlier so that people can maybe watch it on the East Coast? So I had this all in my uh all-star game game notes, and this was by far what made me the most the most angry. It's kind of old man, but to have the event tip off 43 minutes, I absolutely looked at when they tipped off 43 minutes after you say that it's going to start. It's just, it's absolute bullshit. It's, it's just, you don't care about any of your fans time. The NBA already has a problem with your game starts at seven 30. No, it doesn't. Everybody knows it doesn't start until at least seven 40, seven 45. You even asked me as a, as, as a joke, Hey, when's this thing really going to start? And I said, uh, I think eight 13. Because I thought, all right, we're going to do all the warm-up or, you know, there's warm-ups. They're going to do the intros before 8 o'clock. Like, you got to sign up for that. Or maybe it's a little bit afterwards. No. They filled the time. They did different interviews. I it, I didn't learn anything. I, If I didn't have the podcast today, immediately after work, this was a prime uh, option to just record this, watch this later, fast through all of that. But yeah, that was what made me the, the the most upset was that it took that much time as well as this is the first Sunday you do not have to compete with the NFL. Even the Pro Bowl, even the Pro Bowl, you're saying, oh, well, hold on, a couple weeks ago there was no football. No, no, there was football. That that probably did crazy numbers compared to what the NBA does. And on your first Sunday out of that, this is the product you decide to put out there. If there is even like the, the small smidgen of NFL fans that already hate the NBA but thought – hey, maybe I'll check this out. This is supposed to be, you know, the best ones. There's no football. There's nothing else on. I don't think there were any college games uh, pretty much, you know, maybe a little bit into the game, but pretty much no. This was the only thing on the Daytona 500 got rained out, so that wasn't going on either. This was the only thing in town. And these guys that are saying, I hate the NBA. It's all threes and there's no defense. What exactly did you just show them? They're not going to give this another chance in the regular season real. It was a huge mistake by the NBA. I know that they have the, you know, they set it up a certain way, but they need to change this. This should have been like a premiere Sunday, like almost like they do for Martin Luther King Day or a couple, it was like a month ago or so when they did the out of the nowhere rivalry day. I think it was a Saturday, but they lined it up. This should have been, I don't know if you want to do it at noon or 1230 or one, like right when football would have been of just like, give them a Christmas lineup. Boom. Get everybody in there. So that that that's uh that's my thoughts on the NBA deciding what to put out when they don't have to go head to head with the NFL. I'm not sure. I understand the fear of football, the viewership that they get. It's it's hard it's, it's to compete. It's very real. It's, it's very it's, real. It's an it's an overlap of fandom as well. Generally, there's a lot of football fans that are bigger. There are people that are football fans and basketball fans, and they're generally bigger football fans first. So when that is on, it's it's hard 
to pull them away. So I, I totally understand why not competing it. But like you said, there's no, there was no competition this night. There, there's such a force to this old school mentality that Sunday night is the most watched, whatever. And if everyone is going to continue doing that, that they're just competing against themselves for for no reason. When you have a perfect window where everyone has already agreed to give up their Sunday afternoon, it's still February. You know what? Are we nobody's outside. Maybe we're skiing. Whatever. It's it's. It, there's no reason not have it earlier. It's still far away from summertime. It's still very far away. Uh, you know, so, like I said, some people are switching over. They're checking out college basketball, but there really weren't any games to compete with it on on Sunday night, even on Saturday night. I mean, the college really does their stuff. I would say majority of Saturday afternoon, and then the like, prime window is usually that six, maybe an eight o'clock game. Uh, I think they did that for after the the Duke Duke UNC game, knowing that there'd be people and you could get like the the the, the overflow afterwards, but. It's, it's wide open. It's wide open. March Madness, it, it's still a month away. Like, you have so much, so many opportunities here and just no interest. All right. Outside of some of the scheduling beef, let's just kind of walk through chronological order of the of the, the events. So, it starts off first day. What do we got? Celebrity game? Uh, celebrity game. We got Micah Parsons out there, Puka Nakua. They actually got some decent guys, and it wasn't the worst celebrity game I'd seen. I just... It's still not very good basketball. Like I feel like I, I've I've already come on here and been like, yeah, college is it's just not the same quality. There's a little amateurism in this, and this is like pure amateurism. And there's a little kick out of it early, and then after a little bit, it's like, why why am I watching this? I could just be watching like pickup on the side of the road somewhere, and it would be not that far off. If anything, it actually might even be more organized without the commercial breaks and, and the whole bunch of <laughs> blasted advertising. I mean, you imagine trying to sell a four point shot for a Ruffles thing, at, at like a pickup game. Like, is that is that a good thing or a bad thing? I, I'm I'm not sure, but. It is fun watching other athletes kind of compete to this. It is fun seeing the size of Micah Parsons in comparison. It's like, all right, he's a lot wider, a lot thicker, certainly taller than than we are, but maybe not the tallest in the NBA. And and other guys like CJ as well, the the quarterback CJ Stroud was out there, and it, it's it's funny seeing them without pads and it just how massive some of them are, and just as well as how coordinated some of them are. That's about all I took away from this. Is is there is there anything else I was missing? Like, what did you get out of this? Did you watch? I, I think you, uh, you you lined it up perfectly that it compares much more to pickup than to the NBA, which would totally fine. I, I actually I like that part of it because I look at it and I say, how would I look out look out there where when it's an NBA game, it, like you can't even it, it doesn't, doesn't even register where you, you go and you're going through and then you're looking like, all right, these actors, you can look up their heights and weights online or maybe not their weights, but, you know, generally get an idea of like, OK, it's like, oh, like I am like around that size, not I'm a foot and a half shorter and you know 50 pounds lighter than this dude like it's not even going to be close in, in competition so i like to kind of compare it that way I, I was a fan this year that it did seem like there were more nfl guys playing seemed like they were having a a good time and when you have that level of athlete i feel like in the past it's been if you can get one dunk or maybe a couple dunk attempts like that's all you're getting where this time i mean these guys they're elite athletes, so get, getting some dunks in there, I, I I thought that was fun. I thought beforehand, especially with a uh, a celebrity game, where during the season, you know, you're watching basketball, you know what guys look like, you maybe got to look it up. But before the game, they had shown on this LED court that they were really amping up and really trying to push how you could almost do uh, similar to uh, 2K, the video game. There'd be a circle around because all the players were wearing some sort of sensor. So it would have the name. And so I thought they were going to do that during the game. Maybe not the whole time, 
but at different points, maybe on substitution, so you could see, hey, who's playing? Because when I look, I can't Im- immediately point out, hey, who is this actor, and you know what, what is he from? But I, I, th- I thought it was, uh, I thought that was a missed opportunity. The uh, the LED court, I, I think that they could have done more and made it even more interesting. Uh, I-, I liked beyond- it. The only thing the, I didn't only- like the grip. I thought that was a factor from the very start. Did it, did it seem like it I had, sounded, people were slipping all the time? I, I I was hearing that it was a that, that it was a little bit slippery, and it makes sense. It's like it's not, you know, it's not the, the same normal surface. Uh, but you know, it's celebrities, so it's not you know the the, the premier athletes. So it's okay. It's like it doesn't have to be you know top, top top of the line. But it's like you have this LED court. You can make it whatever you whatever you want, and you can change it. And they did do some things with this, but. What, what do you do? You just make it look like hardwood? It's like, well, why don't you just have the hardwood? Uh, so I would, I think I, I like the general idea. Try something, especially in an all-star game. Maybe in the future they'll be able to uh, do some more cool things with it. Uh, I thought the lighting made it weird. It was kind of hard to see people because the way the light was coming up, it like it had shadows on people. So I, I think there's just some, some work that needs to get done. Uh I, I was surprised uh, that uh, Jazz guy, he's, he's like a legit basketball player. Like, he knew what he was doing. I mean, I'm not saying, like, oh, he could be in the NBA, but when you watched him play, where other people would get the ball and it's just, like, immediately, you could just tell. Like, you're, you're not, you don't really know exactly what you're doing. It's like, oh, Jazz is, like, and then they even showed, like, with his trainer, and it was like, why does this guy have, have a trainer? I have a solution for the celebrity game. And this isn't a knock on any of the the previous quote unquote celebrities, but. Oh, can I go through my, my, my last, uh, my last two here before you go for solutions? Cause then we can go right into solutions. All right. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. There were so many gimmicks. Normally we do like a little preview, but we're just getting farther and farther away from it. And I read ahead of time. And so you have, there's the ruffles line, which is a four point line. Okay, cool. They did it last year and this year they did the, the crunch time. And during crunch time for those two minutes, all the points are, are, are worth double. Okay, cool. Then there was for a quarter, it was inflatable tube man. And there was a video and on in the paint. And then there were actual inflatable tube men on the side. There was also a half court shooting contest or no there was a shooting contest where they did use the led lights in a cool way that then led to the winner i think the start of the third quarter all the points were worth double for that player if he shot it uh i feel like there was there was one more it was really the inflatable tube men that were like the 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 final straw uh of just it was almost like they had their pitch meeting and everyone came up and was like i got this idea how about this does this sound cool and then the guy in charge just said yes we're going to just do all of them. It's like the bat. It's already entertaining. You're already having celebrities like kind of fish out of water. You have football players playing basketball. <laughs> I-, I like some tweaks here and there, but this is just like over the top, which led to they're doing this. You got to shoot. And then afterwards, whoever, uh, whatever team wins, it's those three players. You get double the points, but nobody understood. And no one understands the, the crunch time They're The, the announcers would have to, interview the coaches and tell the coaches to hit the button they didn't really use it and it's just like i get i get it they're celebrities this is a fun game but you couldn't have had your assistant read the rules and just give you like the cliff notes version i mean maybe i'm we we just had a super bowl where 
teams didn't know the rules, but that was a unusual rule that was going to come up where this is, this, this rule is going to come up during the game. Oh, that was the other thing. I think it was the fourth quarter. They had the three point line that moved in and out. It was just like, there were, there were so many things crammed into this. So yes. Now onto you. What, what is your solution? I'm all right with all the gimmicks. It's fine. It's, it's not that, but what I got a little bit more of a taste of this year that we haven't always gotten a taste of was the athletes are essential to this game of just making it an actual game. And historically, it's been retired athletes that just make this entire game flow into at least a somewhat watchable basketball game. Can we just go all athlete? Is that too much? Like, can we just not? Ooh. Okay. All athlete. And you know what? I'm not excluding celebrities. I'm just saying I think we try to get NBA, NBA or people who aren't necessarily NBA fans to watch, and it's just because it's so-and-so actor or actress who's not really a basketball player who may be very well a qualified athlete in a in very fit shape or whatever, but is just not a basketball player. I'd rather just watch all the athletes be out there and not make this as gimmicky as all that, because I, I, I do think we got a little bit of that this year, and that is what I enjoyed the most. Now, this is always going to be hard to get participants in every one of these events. We're seeing the struggle of that in the actual NBA contest, let alone scouting outside of the NBA into, into getting guys to volunteer for all this. So I understand the challenges, but how would you feel about a celebrity game that was only athletes? It could be retired athletes. It could be current athletes, but it's all former athletes that at least deserve to be in the same size and realm of, of being on the same court together. Is there's just too much of a, of, a, of a gap between the worst player on the court and the best player on the court. It's, it's too big of a window. It, it doesn't need to be, it, like we just tighten it up a little bit and just keep it all all athletes out there. Is is that possible? I I do like what you're saying about having athletes and that they are able to control the game and just not like they're dominating and taking over the whole thing, but just to make it work like a basketball game is supposed to work. Like somebody's bringing the ball up. Like every once in a while, there's an actual basketball move done and not. Uh, some some actor you know, throwing up a, a ruffle shot that is, isn't even close. I I don't know if this event has trouble getting celebrities or if they don't. So I, I don't know if that would be a concern if you're only going athletes, if, you know, there's six guys that are interested and then you're in trouble. Well, I would think that people are interested. It seems like the whole celebrity part of the All-Star game or the All-Star Weekend is what works. People like hanging out with other celebrities and all of the parties and being around rich and famous people. So I would think you'd be able to get it. And then I just don't know if it translates for, hey, we have, you know, the backup quarterback that played basketball and won a state championship. And, you know, football people have maybe heard of him, but, you know, he's, he, it, it, does that count as a celebrity? All right, my next solution solves kind of what you had as, as a beef is I feel like there's so much time in between everything and they do interviews and they do advertising and do all that. I was like, why are we taking all of this time? And then the second the game starts, do we start telling everyone what the rules are and what the special bonuses are? Like what what did we what did we spend an hour before this entire game doing? Everybody's out in the court. Like it's when we do the national anthem, like after that, let's just say, all right, first quarter, just to let you guys know, first player blank and this is gonna be doing this and the court will be doing that. All right, tip off. Let's go. Like, why? It just it seemed like that we we made this harder than it needed to be, and we kind of assumed like, oh, well, don't worry, they'll, they'll be able to get like a, a an idea of it as we get going. You know, once once everything starts, it'll be it'll make more sense then. And 
it, it just felt like we were kind of constantly playing catch up. And by the time anyone did figure anything out, nothing was really taken advantage of at all, which it, it kind of made me feel like, why are we even doing this? Like we're, it, it's almost like you're, you're telling someone to cheat code in the middle of the game. And it's like, Hey, if you just like press all these buttons, this will happen. And it's like, well, I, I, I didn't know that you just told me this like during the game, I would have prepared. I would have practiced maybe that a, a handful of times or just been aware of anything, but there's so much time wasted between all of this that I don't understand how you couldn't just take the time to remind everybody, hey, this is what's going on. Is that is that too hard to ask for? Is that too much to ask for? I I, I hear what you're saying, and my re- rebuttal to that is they must have been giving the given the rules ahead of time and just decided that they didn't care or that they'd figure it out later. So it's not that hard to give the quick thing. Ruko, you know, did the quick pitch selling you, hey, and they had the whole interview with um, Cassidy Hubbard on, on the court saying, hey, you know, this quarter it's going to be the inflatable tube men are out. And, I mean, that one didn't necessarily mean the players had to – that was obvious, where some of the other ones were, well, what's going on now that the lights have changed and, like, the music's different? It's like the, these rules weren't so crazy that you couldn't have just looked – you didn't even have to look, like, the week ahead. You could have looked right before the game when you were getting dressed and gone, like, oh, okay. But even the coaches – like Stephen A. Smith had no idea what was going on, so it's just like it's very similar to the All Star games. Like they just don't care, so it, it makes me, you know, uh, 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 it makes it hard for me to care. For sure, which is actually going to be my biggest beef for the next, the next event, the whatever this used to be. It, I'm still referring it as the rookie sophomore era of of event. I, I, I still don't know. I you you could explain Rising this to me. Stars. You could still explain this to me like ten more times. I still don't know what happened over the weekend. There there was a round robin tournament between three different teams and a G League team, and they played to a certain number, and then they advanced and blah blah blah. And I I, I don't know. I was confused the whole time. I couldn't tell you what was going on. No, and- that that is there was four. There were four teams, so. There, there was a game, there was another game, and then there was the championship game. They played to a number. It was not a specific G League team, but there were G League players playing. We can move on. That's that's how I feel about this whole event. Was there anything here? I got nothing. I did. I thought this was one of those. This is my, the, the, this is my favorite event. Uh, you got guys that are coming up. I specifically like it because you got... Uh, maybe some stars that you don't get to see all the time on on TV, as well as you know you got Wemby out there, you got Paulo out there, some some known stars, you know Paulo being in the you know the actual All Star game this year, and I like it where some of those G League guys, uh, Oscar Sheboy was out there, former National Player of the Year, the, his claim to fame in the NBA right now is that his you know, the, the Pacers and Bucks have beef because they took the ball for him when Giannis scored all all of his points and he's probably really not going to make much of an impact on the NBA, but here it's like, it's a play. It's like, Oh, cool. You know, he had, he had a nice run. I, I like that you have these future stars and for sure. I think I would like the all-star game to be at this level. I'm not saying in the all-star game, we'll get to this later that they have to play this lockdown defense the whole time. Like it's the Olympics, like this is life or death. But just like enough in a defensive stance, and that's what these guys do. Of there's definitely fun. There's big dunks. There's alley oops. There's a uh, you know a lot of three point uh, shot making and step backs. But it's still a basketball game. Like there's, it, it, I would say maybe it's at the 
seventy percent, maybe it's even a little, a little over that. Maybe say sixty percent effort rather than the even much lower uh, effort. But I mean, my takeaway uh, from from this is uh, Wemby loses again. Uh, when is this guy going to turn it around and actually uh, get some W's? I get right now on the Spurs, he doesn't have the the people around him, but. I gotta imagine he was the number one pick in this thing, and he had one of the stronger teams, and he he didn't even make the championship. He got run out of the gym, and I, I just I wonder when uh, when when does this turn around? I'm gonna I'm gonna follow up with another question. Okay. Take the Wemby we've seen right now. He's been in the league for a couple months. Put him yep. on any college team in the country, active college team, men's college basketball right now. Are they now the favorite? Any team. Any team in the top 25, we'll say. Like a decent program. Uh, I was going to say no, because it was like, well, you put him on Chicago State, and I well, right. I just still don't think. Put but him on, I, put him on Michigan saying, State. Yes. Michigan State. We're not even yeah, in the top 25. Yeah. Put him on that yeah. team. Like we are A power, I would say any power five school, except for like the very, very bottom, uh, your DePaul's, your Louisville's, those, and even there, uh, maybe. I just I'm not worried about Wemby, and I, I know you're not either. I'm just saying that he's still, it maybe look doesn't always look great, and the team he's playing for is not spectacular, and he's still a very much work in I was progress. Just hoping, I was hoping for more. He 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 played fine. It was just at some point, I think you know it really is. It's not against him. It's against the people that were coming out saying that he was the best prospect of all time, not even of this year or the past decade of all time. And so this is the the tippy top. And I think if you are that good, you should dominate at all times. And like I said, it's not against him. And I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to be an amazing NBA player. Uh, everything is going going fine with that. But, I, you know, I went and I checked. And uh, LeBron, his rookie year, he had 33 points in this challenge. So, obviously, the rules were different. But I just think that when you're at that level of I'm supposed to be the absolute best, it just – there's no way you don't make the championship in this in this format. I think he's a different type of player, and I know it's like, oh yeah, highest prospect, whatever. You should you should be the, that type of player, and it's I I don't know if it's necessarily he's going to carry teams, and and that's going to be the main way he affects teams. Like he's defensively, it doesn't really come forward in all of this that I think you get the real advantages of him, and then I think in the two man game, he's the ultimate mismatch of a pick and roll or a pick and pop sort of situation, and. Again, that's not really the way this these games run. They're individual ISO balls, and maybe the ball moves here or there. So it's 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 just not. I don't think that benefits his style of play. Is what I'm saying, and that's fine. I think his style of play will benefit just fine in a regular NBA game. It may not shine in, in an All Star sort of type game, and, and that, that's fine. We saw that the, the regular All Star game. All right, Jokic, same same thing. Like he understands. Nobody gets the joke more than him. And it, he has so much fun with it being a joke and knowing it's a joke that this just game isn't for him. He's the best player in the league, and he's never going to look like the best player in an all-star game. Like, like that's that's just where we're at, and that's that's fine. That's totally fine. That's that's where I think Wemby's at, and he's still going to be probably the best prospect in that in that game of all the, all the rookie sophomores or rising stars or whatever you want to call it. But it's fine. You put him on any college team right now, I think they become the favorite to win it all. I think if you were to redraft everyone, he's easily going to be number one again this year. It's it's not even close. So I I am not so sure that a year in uh, college wouldn't have helped him. Uh, you know when you got guys telling you you're going to be the best prospect, you know ever, and you're like, oh maybe I should second guess all that and go, 
Chill out, college. I just, you know, I, you know, I know he's from France, so I don't know if he knows uh, about the, uh, you know, the American college system. But you know, maybe a year, you know, get get a little seasoning, you know, play in March Madness, you know, have some have some pressure. I, I, I don't know. Is there even any pressure over over in uh, in Europe? Uh, you yeah. know, it seems like they're just doing a lot of fireworks. I, I don't I don't really know. I think the pressure is you get to play on a professional basketball team with actual grown men and, and adults, and there's money and finances. And I know there's a little bit more of that in college these days, but it's it's still a it's a completely different game versus any professional. It's it's completely different. All right, rookie he's sophomore. Got, he's wrap got it 11, up. He's got eleven wins so far. That's you know. All right, next event. Or do we have to do the next event, the skills challenge? Like we, it's fine. Are the are, are the rules too hard? Really? It was again with the. Could could you look it up ahead of time? It's literally on the court. It's an LED court, and there are little arrows. And it was like two or three guys went the wrong direction. So I like juggled point. Like, are the rules too hard here? Then uh, thought Ant was kind of a jerk to just kind of throw the whole contest and just shoot with his left hand. Uh, as a right-handed player, he's kind of been joking about that, uh, kind of coming into it. But it was so bad that uh, a few of the sports books said, "Hey, yep, we're sorry. Return the people's money." Probably because just not a lot of people were were gambling on that. And then uh, the last thing I said was too much passing. I just I don't know, like the repeated passes. It's I don't know. It was, it, we we could we could do better. Next event. That's all I had. The three- uh, no real comment. Uh, great showing by everyone. A lot, a lot of threes made. You're going to skip the three-point contest, the only event that was actually an event this entire time. And it's probably should have included the following event. What do do, do you want to talk about? Guys that are good at shooting three-pointers made made three-pointers. I I, I like the best and the best three-point shooter in the in the league didn't participate. He did in the next event. Oh, are we moving on to the next one? I, I thought you might have some. You you love the three point contest. So. I I wanted what, to what I wanted to spend a little bit of time on how Cat was blatantly on the line and that they counted it and that that was I just like all right. Do we have rules or do we not have rules? Like I I get that we're being a little lax on everything, but it's either you're on the line or you're not on the line. This isn't like a 50-50 charge call here. It's it's a pretty simple thing. You're <laughs> and being, you know what happens when you put your foot on the line? It only counts as two. You know, so I I I understand that it, it maybe didn't make the best TV show of him being on the line, especially with, I thought the tiebreakers were a big success. And I, I liked that. I, I like the tiebreakers. I, do you, do you think they should go for a longer round or do you like that? It's a short round and that they kind of wrap that up quick. Shorter. Do you think that they should even, they shouldn't even put time on the clock and that it should be a set number of shots. Like maybe it's one rack and one deep shot. No, I still want there to be a, a timing component to kind of keep, keep, keep moving and kind of, Try to put some sort of pressure, I guess. Well, the twenty six was the the tiebreaker mark. Where if you hit twenty six, looked like there was everyone would have been in, which is kind of transitioning into the next event where it was Steph versus Sabrina, which she puts up twenty six. She did shoot with a WNBA ball. She did shoot from NBA distance, which was a discussion on the live air and. I, it's it's fine. It, it needs to just be a discussion. It just doesn't need to be a sides thing. It doesn't need to turn into some political war of, of whatever. It was an event that I think put some pressure on some really good shooters to perform, and they delivered. And I what I, was the pressure? What was the pressure? All right. If, if Steph lost, are you, are you looking at him any differently? I guess there wasn't any pressure. I just think that they wanted to put on a show, and I thought that they just, did, and that puts pressure. I, I've on. I've been hearing from a lot of different people uh, on on X and. 
I actually haven't heard too much on, on podcasts yet. I think just like podcasts. Because uh, nobody's talking about this weekend. Only us. Nobody. There is no, nobody else they, talking about this. They, they, have, they, haven't, they haven't, haven't got to it yet. They'll, 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 be, they'll be getting it out. Uh, is that like there's, oh, so much pressure. It's like, what, what was the pressure? It was a head-to-head three-point contest. And I, I that, that's where you, you mentioned pressure. So I was like, oh, well, I, I don't know. Maybe someone can explain it to me because I didn't see any pressure. It's an all-star game event. I think when you're representing the WNBA and you're going against Steph Curry, there's a little bit of pressure. Even even if you are Sabrina, even if you do have records, I, I think anytime you're going against Steph Curry in a shooting competition, which is my my little gripe about it was like I think they might have set the bar too high. Let's let's maybe see her go against someone else. Like nobody in the NBA would have beat Steph that night. So it's 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 very much like all right, yeah, congratulations, so- this is great. But what what are we doing here? Like we should have. Should have thrown her in the competition, just put her in the three-point competition, let it all play out the same exact way, and she either advances or she doesn't. I, I thought it was that, cool that it was a second round, but I thought it would have been better seeing how she did perform and she would have been in the tiebreaker, that that would have been the best TV we could have had all night. That's why I thought I thought this was weird. Uh, I thought it was weird when, when it was announced, and it was even more weird in practice of we have a three-point contest, Dame Lillard wins, cool and then we immediately have another three-point contest that is exactly the same same it, it, it's two different contestants sure but it's the same racks it's the same everything and it's like well why what why were they just not in the contest with everybody else so i i thought that was i thought that was bizarre i thought all the oh this is so much pressure and how could they ever do this you know ever accomplishes like it's a it's an all-star game event. Like you're saying, no one watches this. No one's talking about this. I, who, who cares? Uh, and I was also surprised that immediately, like, this was the, the greatest thing All-Star Weekend has ever done. And like, oh, we have to do this again next year. It's in the Bay. We have to have them head-to-head. It's like, do we? Uh, but follow-up question for you on this. Do you think that it didn't matter what uh, what number Sabrina hit that Curry would have would have beat it? I mean, look, you're you're asking me to say, hey, do you think there's a scenario that the greatest shooter of all time would have lost, and it would have been I like just don't to think who, so. to who, like to who, like it's not. There are. I just think whatever. If she had put up a, a lower number, if she had gotten 24, he would have gotten one more. If she had made it one more, like he just Curry is so good, and I don't think like he did this uh, on purpose. Like he's like, oh, I'm gonna miss this one, miss this one. Okay, make, make, make. Okay, miss. It just, I just think that the competitor that Steph is, it's just like whatever number was out there, he was like, he was just for sure going to beat it. And not because it was Supreme, not because it was a woman, none of that, just whatever the number was, he was going to beat it. Well, his 29 would have been the highest score of the contest that was minutes before this. Yeah. Yeah, right? That's, yeah, so it's like, hey, Dame, awesome, you won the three-point contest, uh, except for the one that everyone else liked more and they scored more points, so... yeah, enjoy I, that one. I, not only that, t- towards Dame, it's like, all right, congrats, Dame. All right, now we're going to let the real, the best shooters in the world go next against head-to-head, and uh, you can go take he, your trophy and go to the locker room. Yeah. It's like, well, wait a yeah, minute, let, let him come back out on here. Like, if anything, I, I maybe, all right, long stretch here, maybe this is a bit of a challenger situation where you, you win the whole contest, and then you face a WNBA player as, like, the next stage. I Like, what if I, Dame I walked like, in uh, and, and it was Dame versus Sabrina instead of instead of Steph? Because Steph's not going to do this every I just, year. I just, I, I don't think we need uh, another. Uh, the only thing I saw, you, know, you mentioned the challenger situation just with the, uh, uh, 
with with all the Caitlin Clark news uh, this week. So it's been invented in the news. Somebody I can't remember who it was on X put like, oh, I really wish that Caitlin Clark was in indie and like. <laughs> And, you know, Steph wins. She's able to like bust into the arena and be like, "You got me," like kind of deal. But that, like, not in actual, just like as a as a as a joke. But I just I, like now is an NBA player going to go to the WNBA All Star Weekend and compete in that? I, I, it, it, it's fine. I, I just thought the whole thing was weird. It was it was a little weird, but I I do think the Caitlin Clark future of this sort of type event is is what they're building up for and preparing for and testing right now. She's putting. She's selling tickets, Caitlin. All right. She's making money. People are watching. She's certainly generating buzz and it's deservingly so. I think people are going to have even more interest in her. And, and it's starting from a, a real good momentum of college. But the WNBA, eventually these guys, these players are going to be in the WNBA and we're going to see them more at these sort of events. So I I hope that momentum carries. I think the, the biggest problem is, is that this sort of event, it's like you're selling guys on watching the WNBA and yet. I don't think women are really watching either of the sports, so I don't know what the solution is to all of that. But it's it's a step in the right direction. All right, I didn't like it. I was I was more entertained by this than the dunk contest, which is what we're going to talk about next. And I, gimmicks and bad judges is is that that's kind of all I wrote down for all of this. I mean, I can go through some of the problems I had. I think the biggest problem I had is the the pace of this dunk contest is always it's either too many misses and it's too long. Or it's too fast and we don't understand any of the premises before any of the dunks. <laughs> Jalen specifically is like, can we get some a microphone on this guy to get a little... Uh, could somebody explain something rather than like complaining about how poor the judges' scores are? Can we pay attention to the actual dunk? Look, we missed one of the dunks, didn't even they show Jalen. How do they not have it? How do they miss a dunk? They, they have the camera off to the side because Jalen did something beforehand with someone else of which nobody understood at all live, and then the camera's not even watching them. They missed a dunk live. There's only like six dunks throughout this whole hour, and they missed one of them. They missed one. I, I couldn't believe it. I, 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 I think believe it. I think in the past I've complained about this being too slow, and this year I'm complaining about it being too fast, and if they listen to me too much, it'll be too slow again next year. So there really is just no winning. I, this this event is dead. I, I, there's nobody that's going to be able to revive it. it. It needs to have some massive star power. It, it just can't be Jalen. Jalen was actually a positive addition to the night. I was hating on him the whole night. I hated every single gimmick he did. The the eye cover was how awful. Are they, how are they gimmicks? Because he does, like he's a they, prop they comic. Were, how is that not a he gimmick? Had, he had he had a tribute. Each one part of the dunk contest is like coming up with like some sort of story, and I think that the execution wasn't the best. But e each one of his dunks had something, as well as the one started off. You know who one of the judges is? Dominique Wilkins. He he's from Atlanta, and so he did Dominique Wilkins dunk. Probably makes sense to try to do the dunks that you know the dunk uh, judges are going to like, and I felt like he had something for each dunk that made sense and connected. Where the other guys, and I get some of it is you know coming up with the story. Others like I'm just gonna do like the craziest dunk, and I agree. If there had been like some sort of microphone, or if it could have been explained better, like if you had told the announcers, so the announcers knew what was coming up. But I guess there's probably you don't want to reveal ahead of time, uh, you know to. You know, no, no, but, someone but, else but might, I think they should. Dunk. I think they should. Like, th don't you think this? All of his dunks, every one of Jalen's dunks, could have been better prepped and then better prepared for with the results of it. We would have been like, oh wow, that's cool. Versus like, I'm trying to understand what's going on and I'm trying to watch the dunk. And then one of the dunks they didn't even show, so it's like I have no idea what's going on right now. So that like, I think you really lost 
a whole lot of people, especially if that is the only name that you know out there is Jalen Brown, because who the hell are the other guys? Oh, very true. And but that that that's the problem. We're not going to get more all stars. Uh, we we talked about it uh, offline. Uh, John Wall in 2014 was the last all star to win a dunk contest, and I saw pretty much outside of Boston zero positives about Jalen. It was all. These are stupid. Uh, the Toppin's little brother, he should have won all this stuff. Why, why is an all-star going to go through that, uh, through, through that pain, through that pain's a little strong, but like through all that nonsense, it's just like, I'm just going to say no, like everybody else, I'm going to sit in the crowd and I'm going to you know, fire off pot shots here. So I warned, uh, I warned everybody ahead of it last week that said, Hey, we got to try to be positive. We got to try to encourage and say, Hey, this was cool. We like this. You did this. And then only criticize if it actually is necessary. But it's like, nope. Everyone was just like, oh, this is the worst. All right, cool. Well, we're only going to get – it's only it's only going to be G-Leaguers for so much longer until we're going to have to go even lower. That's why we should close the three-point contest. It's, it should, it's the superior oh, event. It's so it, boring. It's like it's like the like the nerdiest event. With actual it's NBA not, players. I'm not, sorry. It's not I even want, close to real basketball. I'm sorry. I want NBA All-Star Weekend to have NBA players into it. I, I, how is that not easy to understand? I, with this dunk contest has no NBA players in it other than one guy. Like, the, What no, are we watching? He's a real NBA player. For what team? Plays for the Heat. He's a, he's a rotation player. He is a rotation Hami's, player. Hami's, Hami's legit. He, he's legit. Jacob and, uh, but, and, and Mac. Right. Uh, are both they're they're in the G League. I've heard more recently that Matt and Mac did play well in the the Rising Stars, and by some metric, he's the sixth best player in the G League. So he he's close, I, I guess. But I, I know I, I get I get what you're saying, and I think we've had the same conversation for a while now. But I just don't think that any of the real All Stars want any any of this flack. Then don't close the night out with it. It, it's it's such a momentum killer. I'd rather the actual names we've known. If you close with a three-point contest, people are going to shut it off after the dunk contest. No way. No. Zero chance. Not if they put the Sabrina thing last. I, I don't think so. I think there's more viewership. I All think right. watching guys My... shoot set shots from a rack is just, it's not exciting. The dunk contest, it's exciting. I can shoot off of a, off of a rack and... I'm, I I couldn't make like those scores, but after like enough practice, I, I could be like in in the realm. I am never even close to gonna be able to dunk, and what these guys are doing. I it's but I think Mac won. He was the one that was favored to win. I thought he he deserved to win. I thought his uh his dunk, uh I can't remember who he dunked over, uh where he let go of the ball, and then regathered it and then dunked over his head. I thought that one was the best one of the night. So I was happy with the results. I agree with that. I also just want to say, if I were to, if I were to try to investigate how I thought Jalen came up with his entire performance of the night, I feel like he typed it in to like ChatGPT of like how, like AI, please develop uh, four dunks for me and four storylines for me that'll win me the dunk contest. It, it felt like he played off of every single formula of the past, which normally I think would be such a trend. It just seems so kind of predictable and poorly, poorly explained to no fault of Jalen, but just. It seemed too manufactured of like, all right, this is generally how we go. Uh, you know, guy comes out and the crowd gets loud. It's like no crowd. No, nobody got loud at all. Nobody had any idea what was going on this entire time. I, 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 want... I think you, I think I, I agree with you where it, it felt uh, rushed. It felt like it was going very fast, but we have had other times where it feels like this is going on, you know, forever. I mean, everyone pretty much got their dunk, what, in, in two? And I'm not even sure if anybody had to, like, did the, I'm trying to dunk, I can't get it and I'm switching to something else. 
I almost kind of missed that because if the judges are already going to punish you for having to take a second shot, you got to make it harder than if you miss the first one. Like if I miss my first one, I think I'm trying something way, way harder knowing that they're already going to punish me because I didn't make it on the first one. So I'm just going to miss like four more and try to make something like really, really hard. Because I, I think that was str- think, the strategy that we yeah. should have had to this because I, I saw guys just really trying to put the first one down because they really torched a couple guys for missing just one dunk. And it's like, what do we have the time slot for if it's a minute and a half and you have you do two dunks in 10 seconds? It's like, well, what, what's the clock for it all? Now, we've had the past. That's why I thought so there was plenty misses. of time to actually be able to like communicate because then there was something that uh, I think Jacob Toppin was dunking in his brother's shoes, and I'm sure there was like a significance to that. But it came in later after the fact, and then I think it was uh, Kenny, or I can't remember exactly who on the broadcast, just basically roasted him. He's like, <laughs> yeah, brother's shoes, oh boy, check out that dunk. And I think that kind of killed him. Uh, and I don't know if the judges can hear it or not, but it's just like, it wasn't explained, and this is very similar to how it's been in the past, how the announcers just trash it, and, you know, it's almost like a laugh track, where the laugh track tells you when to laugh, and when like, the announcers are saying this is terrible, you have to, like, have a very strong opinion that it's not terrible to overdo it. Like, well, I guess, yeah, they're, they're, they're you know, they're the experts. They're announcing it. They get paid to do this for a living. Like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess this is awful. I guess this was a terrible night. All right. Solution for the dunk contest. You ready? Uh, but th- this is not just to get rid of it. Well, I, I do want to rearrange the events. I'm I'm always going to stand strong that the three point contest should end there, until that. This is a show that I can actually recommend. I I'm just going to tell you to tune out after that. This I this had nothing. You could have skipped this and you would have missed absolutely nothing. You could have watched last year's and it might have even been better. You could have skipped the three point contest. And you would have been fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. You can skip the whole weekend. We could skip this podcast like everyone else did this week, right? Everyone took the day off. It's uh, it was much much easier. Instead, well, we got you know what we don't. We don't take days off. Yeah, only only for hangovers. That's it. That's the only reason a podcast is ever delayed. I well, luckily when you have a weekend like this, you know, there's you, you got to get a focus. I think that there. It's easy to say that the judges are bad every year. I just think that there needs to be a better way for them to not almost see it live and to see it on the monitor before they put the score out. And I know that's like that's not how the judges work, but I, I think at this point in time. The judges can't see everything live. They can't digest everything live. And then I think if they watch the replay or if they're listening to the broadcast almost, like I think they'd almost be better off being at home watching this. So, <laughs> so we need a judge in, uh, in Secaucus? I really, I do. I think we do. <laughs> or at least I think we need someone to be like, hey, all right, here's like the like a little bit of a, a warm up to what's coming. Hey, this is Toppins. He's wearing the shoes from his brother. His brother's a former dunk contest. He won blank year. He did these dunks. Show a little bit of this, and then here we cut to this live. I, I I don't know if this necessarily needs to be such a live event. I think it could be a little bit more produced and all that, and as well as you're going to get better scores that are more accurate of what we're actually seeing because we're constantly watching two different things. The guys that are putting the scores up there for the judges, they're, they're saw it one time. We're watching it six times, and it's like, oh, McClung, he let go of the ball, and he put it back up versus the other guys like, did he drop it? We're going to give him a 50 because he dropped the ball? Like, it doesn't even look cool. On one take, and I just think we're all we're all suffering because of this. This is a deficiency that we don't need to have. We can give everyone a monitor. They can watch the dunk more than once. We can give them more time between the scores. What, what's the rush to get the score out? Let's watch the replay like six more times and then give me the score. I, I just think there's a better way to do this, and it isn't just get rid of the judges or let the fans at home vote. I think there's still justice to having these guys out there because I think that's 
where you get the tributes, where you get the ideas of other dunks of like, oh, hey, you know, Dr. J is going to be there or, or Dominique's going to be there. I'm going to do one of those dunks like they've done. And th that still makes sense. But we got to give these guys a different angle and more than one replay before they give the score in. And I don't see any reason why we can't do that. Like what, what's, what's the real, what is the problem with doing that? Like, what are we not able to do if we give them a little bit more time and a replay? It's, it's not the Olympics. This is not the serious. It's dunks. It's entertainment. Let's see some guys do some cool dunks. If uh, they don't get to go to the next round, like, oh, oh no. Like this isn't going to impact their salary. This is supposed to be fun. Just it's, there, there's not a, it, it's scoring, but it's not like there's a rubric. And okay, well, you know, if he does it on his first attempt, it's worth this many points. And if he does this many revolutions, it's this much. And well, see what his extension is because that's gonna, you know, also be factored in here. It just, it's just, it's just fun. Just let it be fun. All right, we gotta move on. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a crime if you know the scoring, uh, you know, isn't exactly, you know, what, you know, somebody else thinks it should be. I think it's just, hey, it's just fun. It's whatever these guys, you know, wanna 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 do it, and it's not the end of the world if it's not uh, exactly right. They definitely didn't get it right, but I, I'm not even going to get into that. That's, it's not even worth arguing. All-Star yeah, game. It's a dunk contest. It doesn't matter. All-Star game. There was a Halliburton time. There was some funny Jokic stuff. There was some missed LeBron moments that were actually kind of entertaining of watching him. I thought he made a little That's bit of a, effort. That right? alley-oop would have been huge that he back, uh, I guess in back rim, he side rimmed because he was going from the side, but he, he, he got that deep. And it's not that long ago that he throws that down and that gets a lot more talked about. But yeah, just biff that one. I still I still thought he put up a pretty good performance. And I, I think if, if everything went perfectly for him for him that night, this might have been a different day. And if he, he'd caught a little bit of momentum. But the, the idea of him coming in and kind of being like, ah, I don't know, 50 50, I'm probably not going to play that much. And then to come out swinging a little bit to just see, you know, kind of test is like, hey, do I still got it in me today? Like, let's see what we got. The, the big, big headline is Damian Lillard a ton of threes, a bunch of half-court threes, a, a half-court three after a, a terrible Luka dunk attempt that looked like it broke his spine. <laughs> Off the backboard. These are the highlights of the All-Star game because it really was not much of a game. That's it. I think I covered all of it. Am I missing anything? Is there anything I didn't mention already? Like it's, it's... We already mentioned the not even close to uh, starting on time. Uh, I, I think we have to prepare ourselves that Draymond's uh, basketball career is coming to an end, but his NBA announcing career is just getting started, and he is just going to be in our lives forever. Uh, I didn't even watch the the alternate broadcast that he was on because I just don't uh, care to support uh, support his stuff. But at certain points, they they brought him on, and so just still, it's like I just know this is going to be something that's going to go on for a while. So plan yourself accordingly. Uh, it was cool at the beginning having. Uh, Oscar having Reggie and having Larry out there, each doing a little uh, a little intro, all having ties to to, to Indiana. Uh, I just think it's cool. Anytime you can keep the older guys involved, uh, I think it's a small thing, but I think I think it's important to continue to do. And then then I get into my questions. So my questions for you. Uh, I I'm I am and you are big basketball fans. And there's sometimes that stuff comes up. Uh, we've mentioned it, uh, like the Netflix special that's coming up that's going to be the NBA, and it's the reality show, and being NBA adjacent. And I guess the All-Star Game is a little bit NBA adjacent in that, that that sort of stuff. Normally, I'd say, hey, this isn't for me. 
you know, I already like basketball. They're trying to get other people. But I would think the All-Star game should be for me. It should be. These are the best guys. These are the guys that, you know, the league is trying to promote. Hey, it's a Tuesday and it's 730. What are you going to do? All right. No, I, I want to watch. Like, you guys have been hyping up this, you know, Halliburton guy. Let me check him out. But that is not what this game is. It's not even close. So who is this game for? It, it's it's like many traditions across everyone's life. They mean nothing. It's just a tradition. We just do it because we've done it before. That's the only reason. So I, I think it would have to be that they just have to lose viewers to a level that it becomes a money issue, and then they would do something. Do you, do you think that that's an accurate statement? You're you're just never going to get the game you want to get until you get two faces of the league that can manage to go against each other without looking like Draymond. You need LeBron and Giannis to kind of have a mini rivalry that care enough, and LeBron is just not fighting, putting up that fight anymore. You might have tried, and we don't really have anyone else stepping up to be the face of the league to say, hey, I want to win this. Like, who's the next guy up? Like, who who, who to win this entire game You'd be like, hey, step up and you can be like the face of the league right now if you take over this all-star game. I feel like Giannis has done it in the past. Sure, in the past, but I mean, to be relying on these guys every year, I mean, Giannis was the oldest player on his team. It was him and Dame. You need a young guy. You need, like, you need Paolo to have, like, beef with Aunt Edwards and that. It's it's friendly. It's got to be friendly. It, it's not like an actual hatred. It just has to be of, like, a mellow versus LeBron kind of thing where it's like they just grew up going against each other and that we fed into it, we fed into it, and that it's it's like they always try to – we always get the best out of each other when they play. We need more of that, and I don't think we really have that, and maybe it's developing a little bit more into an American versus international thing. I know they've played on that in the past, and uh, the draft thing was interesting in the past, but it, – That's you, not going to be fun. That's just going to be the Americans killing the Europeans that don't care. Okay, well, you know, maybe that's enough to stir the, the European team into making this an actual actual game. I mean, you saw you saw Luca and uh, and Joker out there. I've Those also guys scored the, like the least amount of points. They have the least amount of interest. So if you have the All Star game and you put them all on the same team, like I, I, that's just going to be way worse. All right, well, you need someone to get picked on in this. Right now, nobody's picking on anybody because nobody cares. You need somebody nobody, to be a bully. Nobody cares. I think it was a smidge better than last year. And actually, when the game started, there was defense is strong. But it, last year, I just seem to remember it was guys standing straight up and just immediately just like right to the hoop where this was. There at least had to be like some passes. And that's I'm talking about like from like Rising Stars. I'm not expecting 100% max effort in this. All I'm expecting is just... You said it with the, the celebrity game. Like, at least, like, there's the structure of basketball. There should be some fouls. There should be some effort. And this was not. And I understand. This is bonus. Nobody wants to get hurt. That's why I get. It's not max effort. But this is even goes beyond, like, not getting hurt. It's just, I, I, I don't know who this is for. I Half-court shots, it just, I mean, so, some of the dunks are, are kind of cool, but... I, I feel like afterwards, uh, when Adam Silver was announcing, you know, the, the East one, and I think that was kind of a surprise that, you know, and, you know, Giannis, you know, you're the captain. I think even he, like, paused. He's like, well, congratulations. I, I think he was told or had 
or thought he had, you know, implemented like, hey guys, we need you to like really play. Like we we need something. And he sure seemed like he was disappointed that that was the uh, that was the outcome of almost 400 total points. It was the most points scored, and yet we're still picking this apart. Is is I don't. It's fine. This game's this game's terrible. We got to move on. We have some more NBA stories, but we're already at the 52 I minute mark. I have more on this. I have more questions for you. All right, well, we're gonna get through get through all these questions, and then we'll move on to college. Yeah, it's not too many. It's not too many, but you know, I, I made I made these notes. It's by, a, by the way, this is Zach's what, day. What, by the way, all right? What, what is everyone didn't work today and took today off and didn't have a podcast so that you could have one to talk about all this. So let, I had let's to get, work today. I didn't get President's Day off. I had to focus. Is it even uh, called that anymore? I, I, move on with yeah, your questions. What, what else? What else would it be called? Uh, would it be cool if they played a different sport? Like the, the NBA players played a different sport. Yeah, yeah. What if they played flag football? Uh, and I think, then, all right. Le- two weeks ago, the uh, the NFL guys they played uh, basketball. Like the celebrity game was an all NFL game, maybe. Yes. And then the NBA game was. See, I, I just don't think you're going to get away with flag football. I think you could maybe pull off something that's just, like that's just an idea. Dodgeball, but... kickball. Uh. Something that is already silly. Yes. Like, we're seeing these basketball players that we know are really good, and that's why I like Saturday. Saturday's silly. Even Friday, like the celebrity game. That's silly. It's supposed to be silly, so I can get it. But the All-Star game, I don't think it's supposed to be silly, and it has turned silly. Because, like, I know how good these guys are at basketball, and I'm not getting anywhere close to what it is, where if they were playing something else, like kickball, I I like that, or that's where I was thinking, uh, you know, flag football of, okay, this is silly. These, these guys are doing a silly thing, so if there is no effort, it's like, okay, well, this is silly. All right, so just make the Globetrotters play somebody. Let's just, just do that. It's just, like, there's a million no, ways No, those are NBA players. No, I want I want to see NBA All-Stars at the All-Star weekend. Uh, next question. Uh, how much would you have to be paid to go to this event? I would have to have a pretty high career that had asked me to be there. Like a... Like a Almost like, oh, you, like you oh you wouldn't even like Simmons uh, would have had to been like will you're on you're on all-star oh, it's weekend like a favor. yeah like yeah, I need you there and I'd oh, be like oh it's a favor not even not even like a, a dollar amount it's just like no like I all right yeah you know what you did the favor for me I'll do this favor for you okay that's fair uh would you like to hear I have two solutions do you have any solutions or you want me to go first for for the weekend for the all-star game for the all-star game I, the, look, you're just like I, I. You need a bully. You need someone to be a bully of the league, or somebody who at least thinks that they can shine in the spotlight. And someone else who's like, that guy doesn't deserve to be in the spotlight. I do. It has to be something like that. I don't know. It's 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 easy to manufacture it in your mind, but it has to just happen like naturally. Like somebody has to actually come out and be willing to risk of, of criticizing someone else also, and that's a, a huge risk as well. Like you, nobody wants to be seen saying, hey. I don't really like what they're doing over there. And then everyone comes back to you like, well, what did that guy ever do? It's like, well, it needs to start like something like that. That's the only way we're ever going to have anything interesting happen over the weekend. And everybody's so friendly now that it's it's hard to say that that or any rivalry will ever happen. So that's that's my only solution. That's the only way I think you could ever actually get the results you are looking for. And even those results aren't going to be consistent. That can only be manufactured so many times before you'll get tired of it or before someone else says this is ridiculous like why do you do care about this so much because it's very very silly and that won't happen every year but you could get some years where it does happen and that's your only hope that's that's all i got what, what do you got 
Okay, so neither of these are very good, but I don't think that you can just manufacture what what, what you're talking about. It kind of has to happen organically. So this is more of a we're just we're changing the whole thing. The first one is where the All Star game would normally be played. It's not the All Stars playing. You just have a premier college basketball game. So like this past Saturday, it would be Auburn and Kentucky playing, but it's at All Star weekend. And you still, all the players, they all go. So they get to still do their whole entrance. They're the ones that get interviewed on the on the side. And we have to have multiple uh, broadcasts. One is uh, the college traditional broadcast, if you actually want to watch the college game. And the other one is just the constant interviewing uh, Halliburton for the third time. And he's like, oh, oh, is this just amazing to have have the all-star game in your city when you're an all-star how cool is that and him giving his canned answer for the for the third time uh probably would, wouldn't hurt to get some some podcasters in there rather than just these uh these weird interviews where it's just no no substance and then the the second one completely scrap it just let these guys have a fashion show a legit fashion show dress up westbrook do do your whole thing there's no game that way i just know okay you guys are doing a fashion thing this is not basketball related Easy. I could just easily say I'm not going to watch it. You're not even pretending like this is a basketball game. Go do that. I'm so sold on the maybe, fashion show. I'm so sold. Maybe that's that is a for. great idea. Maybe that's what it's for, is that this whole thing is it's a celebrity weekend and rich and famous, and they like all you know doing that, and they don't like playing playing basketball, so boom. Easy. Zach, this is not for you. Well, hold on Easy. now. Cool. I'll go do something else. You're right. It, it wouldn't be for me or you, and it wouldn't necessarily be what we want out of all this, but what I think we would want is for the players to just care about something enough, and they might care about a fashion show that it would be fun to watch how much they care. At least that they're putting some effort in, and that I think that would give us something versus what we got the whole weekend, everyone just going through the motions and just saying, all right, this is vacation. Like, I got to be here for a little bit, get a little extra money, and then move on and take some days off. I'm not against all that. I would maybe play a little bit more into, if you wanted to do college sort of stuff, I, I would, like, can we do a Kentucky versus Duke, like, active basketball players? Like, what is that? I mean, can we do something like that? It doesn't work for everybody, but it, I think we could develop something around that that at least – gives each side a little bit of something to bring back the coaches, bring back coach K for, for a day and bring back Cal or whatever Kentucky coach you want of, of the past. It's get, get them in there. And, and maybe they'll, they'll fight for that a little bit more they're not fighting for themselves or the team or the league at all. Right now, there has to be something they can get behind. Maybe they can get behind an alumni group or being reunited with uh, their other teammates. I think five on five would be too much. And even just with like the all-stars, it's, it's just it's all it's uh, th this time this specific well, time was mostly Kentucky, but just in the past it's it's only like Kentucky and Duke. But it was thinking like, could you do like three on three? I I don't know because then it's like after Kentucky and Duke, well, maybe Kansas. But then after that, you just have well maybe it's SEC, one guy ACC, here and there, then. and then. It, but then I think you're right back in the same thing because you don't have loyalty to your conference. I I think you just get right back into the in the same situation. Well, in certain years that this works out very, very well, it won't work out every year. But if we're making a gimmick yeah. out of it anyways, how far much this isn't that far fetched of a gimmick versus what they're already doing. That's why I've heard, uh, you know, people pushing for they want a one on one contest. And I just think you're going to end up with the same problem you have here is either guys don't want to do it or when they do play, it's not basketball. It's just like, ah, ah, all right, like, oh, I don't want to get hurt. 
better not even get into a defensive stance because goodness knows what could happen. Well, I think the other thing is they want all of this to be such a live event when this could all just be manufactured into an hour highlight that they air Sunday night one time. They could just cram everything into it and just fix it all. Edit everything, add music, add intro, explain everything as it's going. Everything is happening so live right now that we're learning rules. We're learning what the, the players are trying to do, why they're wearing certain stuff. It's just we could know all of that after and then produce like a Mad. tight, tight clip of it all. And it isn't live. The live part, that nobody cares worked, about. That could have worked 30 years ago, but now that news is not going to stay secret. Yeah, but I don't think anybody's you, watching it live. There, we're all watching it on YouTube there, after. If we're all watching it on YouTube after anyways, why are we putting so much effort into a live show when we could put a polished product out that everyone can watch later anyways? Because that's what I'm saying, that the, the results are not going to be hidden because either you have no fans there, which I think is a moneymaker for, for the NBA, and even if you didn't, you're going to have Woj and Shams, you know, the before they come out of saying, hey, here's the score, here's who won, all this. So I, I like that idea, but it's almost more like, like in a fantasy world because it would be cool because then they could all do it right like that one, like that first day, and then they could have a longer break. Another great reason to do it. I. I'm not going to be able to fix all this. All right. Is that the end of the questions? Mm. Yep. That's all I had. Jeez. I can't believe we just spent an hour on something I wanted nothing to do with, but we, we did it. We got through you told it. Me, you, you told me I couldn't do it. I really didn't think you could. And you did. You delivered. You delivered. You, everyone's <laughs> yeah, going to thank you, you right now. We can cue the throw, applause. Throw a challenge you know, out. Everybody just, you know, just a round of applause for that. Uh, hey, you booed me. I can <laughs> hear those now. There weren't there weren't a lot of boos across college basketball this week, despite the it, it just the amount of energy in college basketball is insane right now. But I, I actually do want to open up with the women's college basketball and the Caitlin Clark record setting, which was you want to talk Dude. about showing up for a show and putting on a performance and knowing Oof. the spotlight is on you comes out swinging, knows that she wants to hit a deep logo shot for the record and executes it beautifully. It almost felt like a, a storybook ending of how this was going to go, and it's there are a few players in the league that I think can truly control a game the way she kind of controlled that, and delivering an outcome for for TV numbers like no other. Like this, this caught my attention. That should have caught everyone's attention, and I don't know where we go from here. But this this seems like the Caitlin Clark name is going to be a name we know for for quite some time, and this is one of the many many records I think she is going to eventually set. This was exciting. Is there? Is there a moment you like the most, or is it just calling your shot and taking it and making it and just delivering? I I don't watch a lot of uh, a lot of the women's game. It's not really uh, like an anti-women's thing. It's just uh, we think we talked about this before. It's like there are just so many NBA games, there are so many college games going on. But when I I saw this coming up, of she's eight points away and she's averaging thirty something points a game, so it's like known like okay, she is gonna break it today. Yeah, I'll I'll watch this. I'm interested to see. Probably going to happen relatively relatively early, and just immediately gets the ball from the tip, and just drives right to the hoop to get get the two. It's like oh okay, and then you got to get open for a three, and then it was like not too many possessions later, just coming up and like you said from the logo, and just the confidence and just the the way that it hit, it didn't rattle around. It was just dead straight, and then from there she goes on, and in the game scores 49 points. So sets the record for uh, points by a women's player, as well as sets the Iowa record for points in a game in the same night. Just un unreal, unreal. I watched some of her uh, from her some of her last year, and I mean, yeah, it's the only comparison is there's like that Steph Curry heat check of just 
this, this is unreal. Like, how? Like, the other team knows who she is. The other team knows she's going for the record and still can't stop her. Just keep shooting farther away. Just keep shooting farther back. Can't can't Dude, stop me. There's a uh, – so she uh, broke the, the the women's record, broke, broke Kelsey Plum's record. She is not far away from uh, Pete uh, Maravich, Pistol Pete's record. So, like, I think it's only – like 150 points. I say only 150, but she's averaging, I think, 30, 30 something. So, like, we're not far off from her uh, setting the, the record. And what is cool, and it kind of is like semantics a little bit, but this is her actual fourth year. So, with COVID, there's definitely been some inflated stats with guys playing a fifth year. Uh, Antoine Davis last year, uh, or was it last year, the year before, set the, or almost beat uh, Pistol's record, but came up just short in his last game. Uh, but he was in his fifth year. So there's a lot of like, oh, well, this is your fifth year, where this is like a true, this is four years. I'm more curious. I mean, look, the records are great. Caitlin's great. The, 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 the highlights are awesome. It's it's nice to hear just a player controlling a game where like, the whole world knows, like you said, that she's going to shoot, and yet she's still doing stuff. So it's, it's very challenging to do all of that with the spotlight on you. I want to see her actually win the championship this year. I know the target on her back has made just her team struggles. It's infinitely harder, and the LSU thing last year was so much drama. I I can't wait for a little bit of March Madness to happen with this and see where where that goes. And I hope she comes through. I'll be, I'll be pulling for her. I I, I kind of want to see her get through it. And either way, it'll be a, she, it'll be a fun thing. She going was forward. in the in the mix last year, and I imagine they'll be in the number, mix again. Yeah, they're number four in the country, so I uh, you know you can always get tripped up, but it should should be. All right, speaking of good teams, let's transition into men's college basketball. You told me that UConn's really good, and I didn't necessarily need you to tell me that. They they look pretty good. It's The numbers look nice. They take care of business where they need to take care of business, and I think they look like the cleanest team in the, in the country at this point, and that's really the the where you end up with. UConn is good because what, what could you really pick apart of them? Where's the they got this and they did that and they didn't do so well against this? It's is there's maybe one little goofy hiccup, which was still a tight game, and everything else is just pretty clean. So, is this is this a ship that's going to sink soon, or is this the one we really need to be scared of? I think we got to be scared. They, I mean, it was at home, but it was the number four team in the country, and they beat them just right right from the jump and won by like close close to thirty points. I wanted to watch multiple games, so so I went I went to the bar. I braved it out in out in Connecticut, and it, by the time I like even got there, like the game wasn't even it wasn't even a game. It's like this, this is not good. Uh, this is the first uh, first time this year uh, a team at number one was the unanimous number one. So that happened because when you beat the number four team in the country by thirty and you still haven't lost, you have the longest uh, active win streak. It, you, you keep. The, they're they're at like the tippity top right now. It is interesting because Houston in is the number one in the net and on uh, on Ken Palm. So just a little bit interesting there. But as far as I'm seeing, and especially where uh, you know I very much do not want UConn to win and have to deal with all the UConn fans. Yes, it is it is very dangerous, and I think we really have to start paying attention to any game that could be close uh, to try to help that team by any means necessary. You know, we need to start paying attention to are, are my picks. 
I told you UK was yes. going to take care yes, of business. Yes, take your victory lap for that. Yeah, you, you called another one. UK over Alabama or Auburn. Auburn, no problem there. Nine and a half point. That wasn't just some like, ah, you know what? You know, UK has been struggling, but they're actually a favorite in that game. You know, you know, it's not actually an upset. That was a real upset. Well, what, they won. They won wire. They they led wire to wire in that. What I was most thrilled with was my take was Kentucky's just going to be the more desperate team. They they've lost like enough is enough. Like it, it's this. It's now or nothing. We've seen this team be capable of certain things, and I don't want to say they tried harder because that that is it makes it seem like they weren't trying harder, but they just seemed they definitely played more defense. And much I think more a lot focused. of defense is just effort. Much more focused defense. Much more as a team and a unit defensively, and it showed. And it it just. It looked like a team blossoming, possibly just the right time. This is a big win for them. I just just glad to get something right. I do have some upcoming games that I I, I think oh, just 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 before you 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 go on to that, just want to mention last week, uh, where not this past the Saturday before Kentucky lost to uh, Gonzaga at home. It was the third home loss in, in a row. Their defense efficiency on Ken Palm was one twenty. After their two wins and actually deciding, hey, you know what? We're like young, athletic, you know, top recruits. Like, maybe we should try to play defense, see if that part works. They went from 120 uh, defense efficiency. They, they believe they're at 81 now. A 40 point or 40 rank jump is just enormous. So they got a, a couple of tough ones. They're going to be at LSU uh, on uh, Wednesday. And then they have Alabama coming to their place where. Uh, Auburn, I think, was like top four offense efficiency in the country. I think Alabama's number one or even a little bit higher. So we're going to really see, was this a change in direction? Are they peaking at the right time, or was it a fluke? So definitely going to be fun. Alabama has a full week coming their way. They got Florida on Wednesday, which is the game I wrote down, of which I just think that's going to be a good game. I'm going to stick with Alabama. And I, I, Florida is just sneaky. There are going to be days where they're going to get hot, similar to how they, they took us to Kentucky that one week. I'd be curious to see how they would do in a rematch of that with a, a little bit more defensive enhancement. I, the Kentucky offense, I think, still a little bit more superior. But I, I think this is going to be a great game. I got Bam at home. I think that's a must-watch kind of game. I also have one other Wednesday game. You are not going to like this one. This is Duke at Miami. It's got trap game written all over it. Miami gave UNC a solid run nine days ago. UNC beat them by three. I it just, I'm not saying you're gonna lose this game. I'm just gonna say you're gonna, you're gonna sweat a little bit in this one. All right. I, I'm just, I'm just warning you. I'm not gonna go straight up and pick Miami, but I don't think this is gonna be a comfortable Wednesday for Duke. And th those are the two games I wrote down for the week. Anything? What would you write down? What are you looking forward to? Anything on those games? Well, I don't like that based on your track record the past few weeks. That's not fun at all. I, I, I told you we we're gonna like it. I just see what I pick I up the way I see them, man. I, I, I especially. I'm, the way you're you're calling it, uh, you know, two days ahead of time, as well as the way you picked the Kentucky one was that they're just more desperate. Where uh, Miami has lost four games in a row, so talk about a team being desperate and needing something to get back on track. Nothing can get you back on track like like beat beating Duke. So, well, yeah, I don't I don't like that at all. Uh, I guess that's my punishment for uh, making you talk about all star I, stuff. So I guess completely I, unrelated. I guess I, I, guess I, I just... guess I earned that. Uh, my my picks. Uh, in addition to the uh, – uh, I have the Alabama at UK on, on Saturday. This is going to be a big week for uh, for Baylor. They're on the list twice. They're at BYU on Tuesday, and then Houston's coming to Baylor on Saturday. And I'm just interested to see 
when Houston had to play Kansas at Kansas, they uh, did not really show up. So Houston is in the Big 12 now, so it's a little different. But in the past, it's been said, hey, when they play lesser competition, they just beat up on them. But when they come against another bully, that's when they get in trouble. And then the, uh, the, the, the last one, also just mentioned it coming up, uh, UConn at Creighton. Creighton is, uh, is is ranked. UConn, you know, just took care of Marquette at home. All right, let's see if they can get it on the road. An- another test, but yeah, it just seems like every time, Zero hey, this is a test, they come Zero out and chance. win by 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 twenty. So, I uh, I'll be watching that one and uh, you know pulling for Creighton. Creighton's got no chance. Zero chance. Lock it up. UConn by too much. It's gonna be over in the first half. I'm sorry. Well, I, sure just, I, 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 me too. I'm not. This isn't like what I want to happen. It's just what I think is going to happen. I, I'm terrified of UConn's success. I, I just think this, this is just going to be another resume builder. It's going to be 15, the number ranked 15 team in the country in Creighton, and they're going to kick their ass. It's going to be another whooping. Uh, speaking of upsets and a little bit of a whooping, you know, I don't know whether to go more at you or more at Purdue with this one because we're watching this game. It's like five minutes into it, and, uh, and Zach just messages me. Man, Ohio State's terrible. And I'm like, well, they're playing Purdue. Purdue. Purdue's like the second best team in the country. You know, arguably on a certain day, you could say they're the best at some points, but you're like, this team's awful. And then at halftime, they end up being up three. And I'm kind of like, huh, I'm not watching, but I, I'm coming off of the beginning of your attitude just influencing mine to be like, Ohio State's terrible. I was like, wow, you really, you really must have messed up something for you to have that attitude and then to be up three at half. And you're still kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't really trust them. Like, Purdue will get their act together. They did not. <laughs> that this didn't happen. This was an upset victory by the very bad quoted Zach uh, Ohio State team that defeats Purdue. Maybe this is a kiss of death by you, or, or maybe you should do more of this. Like, who else is going to be playing bad this week that we could maybe use these powers to our advantage? I would like to point out that before this Purdue game, Ohio State had lost six of their last seven games, and the one that they won was at home against Maryland, and they won in double overtime. In the past week, they fired their head coach. When this game started, they they were falling down. It looked like a middle school team where, like, I, I just don't know. They, 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 were, they were just slipping and falling, and I just, I sent that out, and then I uh, I, I walked away because, like, ugh, no, no chance of Purdue losing today until I saw it at halftime that they were up. I was like, I have no idea. And then watched it down the stretch, and they were able to, it's able to close it out. And, oh, dude, I cannot imagine being a Purdue fan. The past two years with the upsets, and then this year on Saturday, it comes out they do the first tournament or first bracket reveal, and who is the overall number one seed? Purdue. What do they do the next day? Lose, lose to Ohio State, who is terrible this year, absolutely terrible. I, yeah, I got nothing else. I They must have just snuck some Northwestern kryptonite into that Ohio State locker room. I, I can't explain it any other way other than it's one of those weird things where Purdue just has these certain matchups. I, I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, and it isn't entirely Purdue just struggling. It's the other team figuring something out about them and how to attack and execute specifically at late in games. So I wouldn't be – I'd be nervous if I was Purdue kind of going into March Madness because it just seems that they're – there is a way to figure this out. I, I don't know entirely how you do it, but it, it does seem possible, and I'd be watching game film on this one and the Northwestern ones if I'm facing Purdue in the future. 
Anything else for college basketball out there? Yes. Speaking of the uh, of the Big Ten, Michigan State. Two more wins this week on the road. This week, uh, competition gets a little tougher, but two wins at home. Uh, AP poll, you are now four spots away from being ranked in the uh, in the top twenty five. How how are you feeling about your team? I feel better about us, but what I'm not feeling great is I think our big win was was against Illinois last week. Yeah. I mean, I, this is this is this isn't gonna sound Illinois. I think Illinois is a sinking ship right now. I, I think we might have caught them at the right time, and I think everyone else is catching them at the right time right now. And that win may not become quite as critical as I wanted it to be if they kind of fizzle out towards the end here. So I'm I'm a little worried that that the big win that we got this year may not even been against the team that I think is really that good. And, and we didn't even, we didn't even sweep them. We played them twice and they definitely kicked our ass the first time. So I, I don't know. I, I feel better about the team. That's, that's kind of where I'm at at this point, but it, it's, it's a lot of numbers and a, the eye test is still a little, little hazy. Like I'm still not entirely sold on this team. There's a ton of in deficiencies and inconsistencies that it's just so much across all of college basketball teams that I don't know whether to say, Hey, we're just in the same boat as everyone else, or I really don't feel good about this at all because I could easily see the team that has lost so many times this year showing up again and the struggle just continuing. So I, I do feel better, but I'm I'm by no means confident, and I wouldn't be comparing us to your team or even Kentucky of, of, of quality quality play. I don't think we're we're there okay. yet, but I, I do think we're we're a tournament team with the right which matchup, the, which I don't think you thought was the case not that long ago. So. Well, Head in the right direction. Yes, and uh, the the uh, projections for for the seeds, the very very rough projections came out, and as you mentioned, the number one seed uh, was there as well as some of the other teams. Now these are, it's such such a vague basis on all of this that I wouldn't read into anything, but it did have us in the tournament. I want to say at a seven seed, and that's not bad. I think that's that's something I could play around with. That's a that's a sneaky seven seed that I I, I could see something happening there. But if we fall into we fall any more than that. I, I think we might be playing, you know, maybe too good of a too talented of a, an opponent, and anything could happen. But I, I am feeling better. Was there was there anything you saw of the really really rough projections of the seeding that that kind of caught your attention outside of Purdue? No, no, not not really. There was definitely some uh, a couple of teams where it's just interesting where they say, "Hey, we base things off of the net," and then they come out with these projections, and it doesn't really line up exactly so i think the net is backward facing where i think maybe these uh bracket are, are forward facing so i just like it as you know there's something to come out it's just all this is just talk uh it is interesting because i'm trying to remember what the number was but like the they've only done this like the past couple of years and whatever the first ranking is there's like a certain number of teams that end up staying in this top four uh, so it's a pretty good predictor of who's gonna who's gonna stick around, but just my uh, you know since since you mentioned it, uh, Duke also did win both their games this week, and just want to shout out uh, Jared McCain. He set the the Duke record for freshman threes. He made eight. Uh, we were playing at FSU, and they were the the fans were chirping at him the whole time, and he went uh, six for six from three. Uh, for most of it and then just missed one but i think it was eight for eight uh for like for a stretch there in the first half uh just absolutely killing it and talking right back with the fsu fans it was very cool to see in the second half uh the fcu players tried to get chippy with him 
and I could easily see a guy, you know, not being right, you know, all, all, all uh, you know, mentally buttoned up, you know, letting it get to him, but, you know, had a smile on his face, was like, hey, you know, you're not messing with me. And he also tied the uh, the freshman record of uh, 35 points in a game, tying uh, Zion from, from a few years ago. So very big game from, from Jared McCain, who just seems to get, uh, you know, better and better every game. Cool. He'll be a high draft pick, right? He's he's trending in that direction, yes. Cool. How many Europeans are going to go ahead of him? All of them? I have no idea. I don't watch European basketball. Uh, you will you will soon. It's going to be all the NBA players. It's going to be all Europeans, all international guys, because they're not coming from this league anymore. I, there's going to be a couple, but not that many. At least not this we'll year. See. We'll see. All right, I started playing the outro music because I, I got to get out of this podcast. This has been a disaster. It's been all college basketball, all All-Star weekend. No, nothing that's it's getting my juices going at all here. Is there anything else you want to close it out, seeing how this has been the Zach Bishop show produced by Zach Bishop? The, the floor is yours. You got two minutes. I just want to mention uh, NBA does start back up on Thursday. And uh, Bucks at Timberwolves on Friday. That's a game that uh, that I'm interested in. Uh, Doc Rivers has been struggling as the the new coach of the Bucks. I imagine that's going to get turned around at some point, but playing the Timberwolves is a, a, a difficult one. And then we have had a couple of these, but now we're really getting into with uh, the NFL being done is uh, ABC 830s, the, the really premier games of the week. And the, we, the one we have right after All-Star Week is going to be the Celtics at the Knicks. Uh, I am in Connecticut, but I'm a little closer to uh, New York City. And boy, are the Knicks fans getting excited. So... I, uh, you know, trying to, you know, figure out how much uh, trash I want to be, be talking with these guys. But uh, I think Saturday night's going to be a fun one. You asked me, scale of 1 to 10, how worried are you about the Knicks? And I said 8 without hesitation. Because, honestly, the 9 and 10s are real championship contenders. And the sneaky one, the sneaky one is this one. This is the 8 that's like, hey, if you don't pay attention to this, this could really go wrong for us. But we'll have our act together. They're a little bit banged up right now. I do kind of hope that they get a little full circle, full health, and see a little bit more of the actual results of what what, what might what might be on paper and that would be great to kind of kick off this Saturday after a big break here long long break Thursdays it's a Monday right now we, we I don't know if I can go without the NBA for this long and I had to put up with this entire weekend this is this is a disaster I need I need pre-recorded games they need to give me something I need a Jordan documentary in between I'm, I'm I'm just I'm a little desperate right now I'm being sucked into college basketball and it's it's happening out of my control Get ready. There's more college basketball this week. Got some. I think. I think this week's even bigger than last week. Well, hopefully that'll provide us enough to put together a podcast for next week because no All Star Weekend. It'll be all basketball, all the time right now. Hopefully the Celtics could continue to have a whole bunch of success, and we'll we'll do more of that going into next week. Uh, thanks as always for listening. Make sure you subscribe. Little column A, little column B. Follow us on our Twitter, our X, and YouTube page, and you can follow Zach on his X account, which is. Wicked Z-Man 24. We'll be back. Little column A, little column B.